Okay, I think we're connected this time. Well, howdy. Hey. So, let me, because I like doing the intro. I enjoyed that last time. So, let me just tell everybody. Hey, everybody, welcome to Chaos Everywhere. I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. With me, as always, is Mr. Artie Vice. And um, here we are. Um, so, let's just, out of the, because it's going to be obvious, but we're just, um, DJ Madman couldn't do the show today. So, we're not going to do Operation Demo Drop. Um, we'll, Whenever we get back together, we'll do that. Uh, but for tonight, we're going to do a Chaos Roulette. Woo! Woo! And this is a special one because this is the first time we actually ever matched up on our list. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, so tonight we're going to be watching matches about the man they call Vader. So that's going to you know be fun and probably a little bloody. And oh, that's going to be awesome. And I think we've already decided that we're going to do a two-parter on Vader, not like back-to-back, but we're going to do another episode on Vader where we're just going to focus on Japan. This is going to be WCW, WWE, whatever's on the network, basically. Yeah. All right. So I think that gives the heads up. We don't have to do any kind of coin flip or anything because we you know, matched up. So um, I think we'll start with your match, if you don't mind. Start with mine. Sounds good. Yeah. So you said you had it in your house. So. Yeah, so it's in your house, Final Four. It's a nineteen. Uh, it's uh, February sixteenth, nineteen ninety-seven. Okay. All right. Let me pull it up here. This is the part that always takes the longest, but it shouldn't take that long to find. Yeah, I put it on my list, but I don't know if it'll show up for you. Uh, it. Eh, well, I'm already looking through the paper. Oh, so okay. take a second. It might have been there. It might have been. Who knows. Let's see here. In your house, blah, 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 yada, yada, Canadian, and so on and so forth. Uh, do, do, do. There we go. Final four, right after the picture. And we're skipping ahead. See how I'm narrating what I'm doing for the people? I'm pretty good at this. Yeah, you're doing all right. You're doing all right. Oh. After watching an ad for The Undertaker. Because everything's an ad to the Undertaker. I almost, I really did almost put him on my list as my first go-to, but like, I think he's supposed to retire for good at yeah. the end of this week. So yeah. So a lot of other people are going to talk about him. So we're just going to talk about Vader today. All right. Um, so I jumped ahead because he's in the final four match. Make sure I got this all set up here. Start by pausing. All right. Now I just want to, where's the phone? Sorry, I'm not trying to make this go any longer. I just wanted to make sure I had the closed captioning on. Yep. And speaking of The Undertaker, this match has, well, to give a explanation of this match, it is a Fatal 4 match. Right. For the WWE title. Right. Between Vader. Stone Cold, Stone Cold. Right. Brett the Hitman Heart. Right. And of course, 
The Undertaker. If I'm not mistaken, if I remember my history correctly, this match comes about because there was like a screw finish at the Royal Rumble where people were eliminated that weren't supposed to be, so this is how they're kind of fixing that. I think so. I think a lot of, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Something like, like that. Somebody, I forget who it was, but somebody like slipped and got eliminated, like because the oil, the rope was slippery, got eliminated when they weren't supposed to. So the fatal forward match was invented basically to fix that. Uh, so, I'm pretty sure. So, I, I will say this, just in all with all transparency, um, since I am not a, I'm not a human library of wrestling. Right. I had to do a little like research. Mm-hmm. For what I thought for what would be like a good like match to put on here, mm-hmm. and I decided on this one because not only is it considered one of Vader's best matches, but it's also considered one of the best Fatal Four Way matches in wrestling history. Really, I mean, I remember this match. I did not know it had that kind of praise, so I'll be interested to watch it and judge for myself. That's what I read at least, they said that this was like one of the best Fatal Four Way matches WWE ever put on. So. Hmm. I picked my matches for a different reason, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, <laughs> so I'm at 1 hour 10.34. Where are you at? Uh, one ten twenty one is where mine is. Let me see if I can get there. It'll just be a second while I get caught up to where you are, and then we can do the countdown of the play. Okay, so I'm at one ten twenty one. And um, everybody's sunk up with us. Again, it's In Your House Final Four. It's February 16th, 1997. And we're just going to hit play in three, two, one, and play. Woo! Remember the blimps? Oh, God, that takes me right back. <laughs> That's my childhood right there, that blimp. And there's Howard Finkel and a relatively young Earl Hebner. Ah. Oh, and look, it's the gorilla. Oh, yeah, this is that weird time period, I forgot that, where Vader's being managed by Paul Bear. <laughs> like, that is a pretty sick tag team when you think about because he was tagging with Mankind at the same time. That is pretty disgusting. Of course, as everybody knows about Vader... There's a lot of disappointment about his WWF career, which is part of the reason why I said, hey, we should do a second episode about Japan because nobody ever complains about his time in Japan. Yeah. I also, I think for the Japan one, I'm definitely going to have to search out because like I could have picked a Cactus and Vader match and I looked at them, but they only wrestled a handful of times in WCW. I'm thinking for Japan, we'll find a, one that they did in Japan that no one knows about because I think the handful of ones people have seen or if you like if you're way into Vader and McFoley, you've seen them or heard about them. Yeah, that's fair. So that's so <laughs> random dude in the front row just chilling with that bikini poster. He's hoping to get it signed. What else are we supposed to do? I'm not 100% sure, but I think this is before he had the Stone Cold like, glass-breaking music. I, I might be wrong, but there was like, that weird time period before he fully fleshed out the character. Maybe not, because he's got the jacket. Maybe they already figured out the music. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he definitely looks the part, so I, I have a feeling this is probably Man. the issue everything. Yeah, I don't know, because we, we don't really have the sound on because it would affect us yeah. talking. 
we won't know. But I, I'm going to say if he has the jacket, they probably got the sound already or the music already set up for him. Yeah, I would assume so. Oh, let's go. <laughs> this is a children's show. <laughs> Not in 97. No. Well, actually, it was still transition. Well, actually, yeah. It was, I was going to say, this is actually like right at the beginning of like, yeah. kind of like the transition. This is in the dead middle of WCW being basically the number one company in the world. Like, yeah. they, they had it for maybe a year. Maybe. But, um, yeah, no, this is the dead middle of that. Oh, look at that. We still have still have the Undertaker. Now, here you... comes one of the one of the men to keep the company alive. I will like I will say something for current WWE. Like, there's not a lot that makes me want to watch a current WWE product, but the like rumors of Undertaker retiring at Survivor Series makes me think I might check it out. Yeah. Same here. I mean, <laughs> I was probably gonna watch it anyways, but you just you sounded like you're being forced. Like, fine, whatever. I mean, I already pay for the network. Might as well. Oh, yeah. Thing like. Uh, well, I, I get you. Like, you know what I watch. I watch either AEW or old WCW. That's what I watch. So. Yeah, you have you have fallen out of WWE. Far more, even more than I have. Yeah. I did have a really cool idea if our list didn't match. And I don't know if I would have picked him, but I put Kevin Owens on my list. Yeah, I saw. And I was thinking about doing, um, going way back to ROH and doing Ladder War with him and Al Generico if I could find it. Yeah, that would have been cool. It's kind of, it might be kind of hard to find because I feel like I've looked for it before and all I've found are like highlights. Yeah. I have it on DVD somewhere, but I don't have the DVD with me, and neither would anybody else listening, so we'd have to find it online. But you had to match me at Vader, so that's where we stuck. Damn Skippy. I mean, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm surprisingly like very excited for this match that I know very little about. Like I've seen it a handful of times because it was right in the middle of my kid fandom, so I'm sure I've watched it a bunch. But yeah, it's not a match that like sticks in my head that I remember too much. Yeah, just I remember like, the praise that I saw for the match. I'm actually very excited. Yeah, I remember the fallout though, like because I think at this time my dad um, was getting tapes from some guy, and um, most of the time I think we got like the big four, so we might not even got this. Maybe we did, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Mm. But I definitely remember the fallout because this is when Brett was turning heel. I think part of this is when he like attacked McMahon, which was like one of the first times McMahon was acknowledged as the owner of the company. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It all runs together at a certain point for me. <laughs> <laughs> God, just a, like, man, just the four people that are in that ring right now. Yeah. Like sweet Jesus, and it's a and it, you know it sincerely bugs me that Vader's not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, because 
especially because they they he he knew like a year or something, year or two before he actually passed away that he was going to pass away. And he made it very clear to anybody that would listen that it would be a very big deal for him to be in the Hall of Fame and Vince never bothered doing it. I'm like, come on. <laughs> yeah, that sucks because he definitely deserves to be. Yeah. I feel like that's not even a question, really. I mean, once you've absorbed, because like his WWF stuff isn't the greatest a lot of the times, but once you've absorbed WCW where he did do a lot of cool stuff, he definitely did enough to get him in there. But whatever. Hopefully, one day he'll be able to take his place where he belongs. Yeah. All right. So that's him pairing up to start. We got Vader and Taker going at it, and we got Stone Cold and Brett going at it. Yep. Nice flying clothesline from Taker. Ooh. Undertaker attacking from behind. I wonder if they like because I don't I didn't see I didn't read the rules. Do you, did you see how the rules stack up compared to a regular Fatal Four we know now? Um, what I saw I mean I saw there was no disqualification, no count out, which makes sense. Right. Um, that was about all I saw though. I know I saw other stuff on there, but all right, we'll just have to you know pay attention and watch. Ooh. nice belly to belly from um, the Undertaker from Vader. Yeah. Oh, take your setup. Well, that's what Taker does. It's kind of like mid Taker, like this is after the gloves like of my childhood, but before he goes full Ministry of Darkness. Yeah. Yeah, because that starts in like ninety eight, roughly, doesn't it? Yeah, it's pretty close. Like, it it happens after um, after Paul Bear betrays whoever he's with. I think he's with Kane at that point. He betrays Kane and and starts team up with the Undertaker again. Yeah, that's actually where we're closer to right now. Is we're getting to the um, Kane versus Undertaker times. I wonder if this is going to be one of those matches. It didn't happen a lot in WWF because I think it would drive Vince crazy, but a lot of times in WCW and other places you'll watch Vader like take off his mask. Oh. Oh, I'll have to see. I hope not. <laughs> I, I guarantee you that would be one of those things that, just from what I've heard about it, that would drive Vince insane. Vader might be busted open. I'm not 100% sure on that. Yeah, I think he is. I think it's above the eye, too. I don't think it looks like a cut from a razor. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it happened from the steel chair shot. Yeah. It looks fine, though. Unless... Yeah, right there, the corner of the chair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's Vader. I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah, no. The man had his eye knocked out, and I don't know if that matches on anywhere online. Maybe we'll find it for the Japan episode. So I feel like he'll be okay with a little blood. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, will you move? I would like Seriously. to do an Irish whip. You can see, you can see Vader keep keep looking back. Like, come on, try to do a try to do a close line here, and then 
Uh, take it with the choke slam. That is a good choke slam, and I think a lot of that has well, it has to be it has to be on Vader to get the jump on it. Yeah, yeah, he needs to get the lift. Ooh, did, did he was he going for a stunner and like Taker didn't know he was going for the stunner and went for a neckbreaker instead? That is exactly what that looked like. That shows you how early are we on that. Easy for me to say. That shows you how early on we are in Stone Cold that like Undertaker would be like, what could he possibly be going for? Ooh, that is a bad cut above Vader's eye. Yeah, it really looks it. Pretty sure Vader just did, yep, a low blow on Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, this is actually a pretty, it is a pretty decent four-way match so far, just because of the fact that nobody is like, they get kind of formulaic now where like the two guys will be knocked on the outside and they'll just be out of it for like 10 whatever minutes while two other guys do all the action in the ring. Yeah, exactly. And that's not, clearly not what's happening here. They're just all going at it. Yeah, I was going to say, now they're doing a really good, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. God, that looks really fucking bad. Yeah, it does. Where, where's Doc Sampson? Come on. That was an AEW reference there. That's fun for me. Oh, boy. Oh, no, never mind. He's not going to pile around on the door. I have to assume that it's not um, like first fall wins because nobody's trying to break up the other pins or like pin attempts. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's eliminates or not, but the way they're wrestling, it seems like it's not. Uh, maybe it's more like a battle royal, you think, just with between four guys. It would make sense because it's like it's um, it's to decide the Royal Rumble, so it would make sense they have to eliminate you know everybody. Yeah. Also, I I love Bret Hart. I can never believe that Bret Hart could clothesline Vader in a standing position like that. Uh oh. Oh, never mind. Um, Leon, maybe don't pick up the stairs when you can't see out of one eye. Yeah, seriously. There is such a thing called depth perception that's kind of important in stuff like this. Oh, good God. Oh. That was a nice working punch from Austin right there. It made good contact. It looked like he was kind of going for the eye, but you could tell he didn't actually hit the eye because yeah. that would just be mean. Right. You can. This is really definitely the age before anybody really worked out their match because you can just watch them think through what they're going to do. <laughs> Vader, of course, doing this for his son, Frankie. That was a Boy Meets World reference for anybody that wanted to know. I feel like that was wasted on you. You're too young for that show. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Ooh. <laughs> like a, a camera guy or whatever he is, the audio dude, just sitting there cowering. 
I mean, that's kind of your job in that situation. I can't get out of this, so I gotta just be careful. I hope they don't hit me. Good God. Jesus Christ. If I didn't know better, like, and I just knew the story that Vader lost an eye or got an eye knocked out of the match, I think it was this match. Yeah, right? That's what it looks like. Also, not that anybody that would be that knows Vader or seen anything that Vader has done would need this, but it is a testament to how tough he is. That's like, yeah, I might have lost an eye, whatever. Let's keep going. Good God, it looks like it's this match. And I know it's not, but it really looks like it. Yeah. No, it was definitely a Stan Hansen match in Japan because I looked right. it up for this as a possible candidate for the show. I, like I said, I, I wish I would have paid more attention to that uh, screen with the rules. It's got to be elimination. Otherwise, this makes no sense for them to be that yeah. far away from the pins. <laughs> All there's over there. Like, what are you doing, Vader? Are you blind? <laughs> some point, maybe after, because, like, WWF goes on forever, um, at some point, maybe after I finish WCW, I might get into WWF just because there's certain questions about storylines that I don't know the answer to just because I didn't get to watch week in, week out when I was a kid. Yeah. But I, one thing that I'm just bugging me during this match, I'm like, how and when did Cornette sell Vader's services to Paul Bear? And I have no idea the answer to that question. Oh, he's going for a sharpshooter. <laughs> oh, this is ugly. Yeah. He got him over. He, he got him over, but he kind of like had to like step over him to get him over. It doesn't seem like it's that hard of a move to flip somebody over, but I, I might be wrong. would probably be like, I'm missing part of my eye. You cut me a little slack. <laughs> oh, the double team. You know, sometimes I just sit here and I think to myself, like, because Bret Hart fits exactly into this time period, but you got to remember, like, this is him on, like, what, year 13? of being in the WWF at this point because he starts in like the mid-80s. Yeah. Ooh, ugly blue fast press. I mean, it got the job done, but not the best one I've ever seen from him. Jesus, Brett, will you get out of the way? Knowing what we know now about Undertaker as a uh, like backstage leader, he's you think he's doing a chokehold, he's really just talking to Vader. Like, seriously, dude, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> exactly what's going on. He's just checking on him. Oh, 
Oh. Oh, God. See, Vader could clothesline anybody with any amount of momentum, and I completely believe them falling over. I gotta hand it. I gotta hand it to Vader, man. He hasn't taken the mask off. No, especially with that kind of injury. But like I said, I think that was something he did more in WCW, and if he and he just never did it, because it would drive Vince insane. Like that's just something I heard about. Oh. He would be like. Oh, Vader missing the moonsault off the top. Sure did. I mean, he's got to got some slack. He's, he's basically missing that right now. So. Right, exactly. But, but also, I think it's kind of interesting once you've watched Vader, that it's just like, oh yeah, no, he just did a moonsault. That man should not be able to do a moonsault. <laughs> Now is what's he choking with a cable? Looks yeah, like. like a camera cable. Looks like yeah. Yeah. This is before the cameras were wireless because we're back in the nineties. Yeah, that's right. I bet you kids didn't even know cameras came with cords. <laughs> this is back when he had to use a phone line, like an actual phone line, to get the internet. Yeah. Uh. I say that as if I know. I I didn't get the internet until a little bit later than this. Because my dad was very anti like technology. So it was about the year like late, late nineties, uh, early two thousands when we started getting stuff like satellite and internet. Yeah, I think my first experience with internet was like late nineties. Yeah. It was never good internet until I got it to college actually. Yeah, I didn't have good internet until I went to college. So Yeah. And now look at us with the WWE app and the, the streaming, and it's just so easy and convenient. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, here with okay. the pin on here with two count. I mean, it wasn't really a great pin. He just sort of threw himself on. But if you're a 400 pound guy, you should be able to just throw yourself on your opponent. That should be enough. Yeah. See the punches Hart, uh, Bret Hart was throwing at often. No, I was watching. I was watching Vader and Taker actually. <laughs> he was just rifling them in. My God. Maybe that's why they um, developed the whole YouTube will be on the floor for five minutes thing, so people could keep track of everything. Oh, roll up! Roll up! Not funny, by the way, because this is actually a much more realistic way a four-way fight would actually happen. Yeah. What the hell are you doing over there? Don't worry about it. Okay. Listen, I have an addiction, and I have to satisfy that addiction. All right? I'm trying to think of something funny to be addicted to. I'm, I'm coming up blank here. I didn't eat them that much when I was over with you, so you probably wouldn't know. Uh, um, you, you did mention combos a lot. Are they combos? Nope. Uh Oh, low blow from Bret Hart to Vader. Yeah, because he's a bad guy now. Vader also did it to him earlier in the match, so. That, that doesn't matter. If you're a good guy, 
You just shake his hand and say, I'm sorry I got in the way of your low blow, sir. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good one, too. Like, yeah. Hopefully, Vader was wearing a cup. Otherwise, he did not go nearly enough to the thigh, I think. Just to make sure nobody thinks it's some sort of drug or something. I'm talking about gummy bears. My addiction is to gummy bears, okay? I, I like gummies, all right? I mean, gummies could still be drugs. I'm saying. No, no, they're just horrible golden bears. I, I think we'll let the audience decide what you're actually doing. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you let us know. You let us know what I'm addicted to. Uh, good God. Like, I would think the blood would slow down, but nope. Nah, it's still there. Yep, it's still going. Although I think it's not above the eye. I think it's more like on the side of the eye. Yeah. No, if it was above the eye, I don't think he could keep going, at least at that pace, because he wouldn't be able to see. Yeah. Because if got him one, he'd probably get him both. I keep I have to remind myself this is for the title. I actually yeah. don't remember 100 who wins at this point. I can try to remember who is the champion after this point. Ooh. I mean, logically, I can break it down to I think two people, which I won't go into because I don't want to ruin anything for anybody that doesn't have the entire 90s of wrestling memorized. Man, I'm loving Vader and Taker going at it, dude. Yeah. That, like, I was thinking about that when I was looking for matches. I was like, I would love to watch a Vader-Taker match, but I don't think besides this, they ever really had a singles fight that I can remember. I mean, they must have had something. Yeah. I don't know. Vader's whole thing was kind of on shaky ground. At this point, they were he was already in shaky grounds. In fact, when we yeah. watch my match, we're going to see where that starts. Mm. Oh, that's right. That, that was a stupid part of the rules. So, yeah. Okay, so what we just learned, one, it is elimination. Oh, you get that one over the ropes. Yep. Because it's um, the Royal Rumble, or the finishing of the Royal Rumble, you can go over the top rope and lose. So. Ah, okay. Yep. Which I guess makes sense. Like, you're supposed to be finishing the Royal Rumble, but it's also how do we make an entertaining match that lasts a, long, a little bit of time when it's just four guys instead of 30 trying to throw each other over? Yeah. Stinger Splash! Wait, I'm sorry. That's the wrong company. <laughs> Please don't fire me. I will say, this is technically not a Fatal 4-Way, then. No. But I don't think Fatal 4-Ways actually existed at this point. So this is like the... the um, This became what the Fatal 4-Way... Like, they tweaked this formula to make Fatal 4-Ways after this. I gotcha. Yeah. Just like I told you, when WCW started doing triple threats and they started with a weird tag-in system that doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, that's right. Okay. Yep. I forgot that Sid's there. That, that explains a few things. Nope. Undertaker's not eliminated because he's already been outside like five times and he didn't go over the top rope. We got it. Got yeah, it. Ooh. Oh, there's the legs. Yeah. I think it got like ripped up though. I think that's why he hadn't taken off. Yeah. I feel like at this point, if if it does bug Vince, which again I think everyone that kind of has heard stories knows it does, you'd have to be like, seriously? <laughs> like, uh, come on. I could barely see out of my one eye and the mask got ripped. Let me yeah. be. <laughs> oh. Nice safe shot from Paul Bear on the Undertaker. No. But because it's the urn, it's extra effective on the Undertaker. Like those weapons in Skyrim that are like doubly effective on the undead. That was a good Skyrim joke. Nobody uh -oh. appreciates my sense of humor. Uh -oh. oh, dear Jesus. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. I got him just barely. Holy crap. Yep. So if you're not watching along, uh, Bret Hart just did a top rope superplex to Vader, and it was close whether Vader was going to get all the way over or not. Yeah, that was really close, dude. I, for a second there, it looked like he was landing straight on his head. Oh, Bret Hart going for the sharpshooter. Oh, there it is. Yep. Really? You haven't broken up anything up to this point, and we've already established its elimination? What the hell? Yeah, knowing the rules as they are, that makes no sense. I mean, it sets this nice little thing up of Austin coming out. And... Yeah, I guess. But... Yeah. Well... Now that I remember where we are, I, I know why they're doing it this way. But uh, like I said, we'll discuss it more when we get to the actual end of the match. Yeah. Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Bago! Bago! Bow! Let's go, oh, baby. Going for it. Oh, God, move out of the way. Oh, and then that Vader also, Austin, you're out. You're out, dude. I feel like that um, that ending would have looked a lot better if, uh, like if Undertaker had gone up a little bit faster, maybe. Like, I understand what they were going for with hitting Vader while I was in the Vader bomb. But yeah. Because Undertaker took a second, it made Vader look kind of stupid just standing there for no apparent reason. <clears throat> it's an interesting way to do a choke slam. That like falling down with them kind of thing. Yeah. That's like it's not something that's unique to this match. He does he changes depending on who he's doing it. I wonder if it's like a difference of how much you're protecting the person you're doing the choke slam to? Maybe. Um, oh, 
I'm not sure, but I feel like no, I don't know. I feel like right there, Austin was supposed to pull Bret Hart over, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. No, I guess not, because no. You know, I'm gonna stop trying to guess because I don't I don't know if <laughs> you feel frustrated. Yeah. Okay. Yep, there no, there. I think that may, that's his fifth reign. I think that's like his last reign with the title. It has to be. And I'm I'm 99% sure now that we're at the end of the match, because I know what the WrestleMania is now that I think about it, um, is that the next night he loses to Psycho Sid. That makes Sid the champion going into WrestleMania 13 against The Undertaker, and then Austin and Brett for going to do the um, I Quit match. Gotcha, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Vader's nowhere to be seen. I'm not even 100% sure he's on the card at WrestleMania 13, to be honest with you. Yeah, he was great in this match, though. Like, yeah. Good God. No, like, I think I think the praise is right. It was a great, it was a good four-way match, especially I don't think ever anyone has ever been done before at this point. They did a really good job. So, yeah, that was really awesome. That was really good. Yeah, and Vader was a big part of it, and I think, like, intentionally, but the fact that he could work through that kind of blood definitely helped a lot. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, so now we're going to do my pick, which, like I said, my pick has to do kind of with, it's a little bit before that match, but it's kind of the peak of Vader in the WWF. So let me just find it, make sure I've got the right one on thinking of one second i think mm-hmm. i know where it is i just want to double check it mm-hmm. yeah so we're going to do um the match in SummerSlam 96 sean michaels versus vader for the championship all right and pull that up let's get sunk up here and i really think that this match like i said this is uh, another ad for the Undertaker. Yes, Undertaker, we all respect you. I don't need to see an ad every time I try to play something on the app. Whatever. All right. Um, come on. Sorry, the um, app is loading. So we're trying to get to where we are. But, um, you know, I've, I've always liked this match. There's a lot of controversy about uh, how this match goes down during the match, which we can talk about as we see it. And we'll just have to enjoy it. So, all right, I'm at 2 hours and 20 minutes and 59 seconds. One well, sorry, I'm trying to get there. Yeah. That should be about where the, if you go down to the matches, that should be about where it goes and just go to the match. But yeah, so um, I I don't know the I'm just for the audience. I don't know about when we're gonna get to the three of us again doing Operation Demo Drop. We might actually be end up doing two episodes in December with uh, DJ Mapman. Uh, so one of those will probably be the three way. Um, other than that, we're just taming out. I don't know what we have planned next, but it's gonna be fun. And I figure out, by the way, this is for you, Artie. Artie. 
Um, I figure after this match, we'll take a break and then we'll do the random shuffle after the break. Okay. Yeah, I got to figure out one second. I got to figure out what's going on. My thing's not working. What the hell? One second. I think it might be my internet. One second. Okay. Do I have to take the break now? That's fine. If you want to do the break now, I can go do stuff I need to do anyway and then come back. Might have to. Let me try again. One second. Right. Trying to get into it again. See. Told you to get business internet. Why is that so hard? <laughs> yeah. Oh wait. Here we go. Where are you at again? Um. It took me two hours, twenty minutes, and fifty-nine seconds. One second. There we go. All right. I'm there. Okay. So we're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. There we go. There we go. But yeah, no, I like this is definitely, um, I don't think anybody really argue with me. This is like Vader's pinnacle in the WBF. And it's this match that sort of decides where he ends up on the card for them for the next year before he eventually leaves. So it's kind of an important mm-hmm. moment for his career. And there's the manager you think of when you think of Vader in the WWF. Not Paul Bear, but Mr. James B. Cornett, who my co-host would like to fight in an alley sometime, I've heard. <laughs> Not quite. Oh, that's part of this. Okay, so on this night, there's also an awful match with Jim Cornette and Jose Lothario. Um, like it's just an awful, awful match. The reason yeah. that match existed is this was supposed to be a tag match. They were supposed to be doing like a mixed tag type of thing where it was Vader and Jim Cornette and then Shawn Michaels and Jose. And for whatever reason, like the idea to make it a world title match one-on-one made a lot of sense, but for whatever reason, they kept the manager match as another match on this card. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, that'd be a good one to watch just to make fun of because it is so horrible. But yeah, that's the reason that that match exists at all is because this was supposed to be a tag match. Huh. Yeah, Yeah, nice. Vader working the crowd like any good face. Yeah. Well, like a Hogan face. (laughs) There was a WCW match that maybe we'll get to see if it comes up randomly with the random generator, which was Hulk Hogan versus Vader. And like it was for the title and it was outside. And I was like, that is just peak mid 90s, not really good WCW right there. So maybe if it shows up randomly on the list, if we get the right number, we'll watch it. If not, we'll watch something else. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, shoot. My thing's fucking... Alright, one second. Where are you at? Because my thing started acting up again. Okay. I'm at uh, 2 hours, 23 minutes, and 40 seconds. Okay, that's what I thought. One second. Yep. Sorry for the technical difficulties. My partner doesn't care about the audience like I do. Alright, now I'm ready. Alright. We're gonna, again, if you want to catch up with us, 
Uh, pause at 2 hours, 23 minutes, and 40 seconds. Then we're going to hit play in 3, 2, 1, play. There we go. Just watching Vader run the ropes. Vince McMahon was in love with this version of Shawn Michaels, the boyhood dream version. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of stories, but uh, Shawn basically hated it. He wanted to be have more of an edge from the beginning, like more like the DX kind of Shawn. Maybe not to that level at this point, but more like that. And Vince just wouldn't have it. And it makes a lot of sense because if you remember where Sean was before he won the title, the reason the fans got behind him is because he was a cocky heel. And then when he got the title, he had to become this, like, you know, bland babyface. The hell was that? <laughs> I don't know. Perhaps statutory rape? <laughs> uh. If nothing else, we didn't get to see the security tackle the girl. Yeah, well, that's. I was like, did, did they let her come through, or did she just fucking like jump the rail or some shit? I'm pretty sure she jumped the rail, and like, it's just that the camera was on Sean. So either the security hadn't gotten there yet, or he's like, no, because I'm on camera. <laughs> Pretty sure I just saw if this is in Ohio. That makes sense. People in Ohio don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> Jose, I've never watched. Maybe you have, but I if I I've never deep dived into it. Have you ever seen any Jose Lothario matches? No. He's supposed to be really good back in his day. It's just, I've never, because you have to go way back to get into his matches, and I've just never done that yet. I was curious to see if you'd ever done it just on a lark. Yeah, no, I've never, never had the pleasure. Oh, I love the heart glasses. Shawn Michaels merchandise from the mid-90s. Always a fun thing. On paper, like this match goes a certain way. On paper, this match should be just phenomenal because yeah. you've got this super athletic big man and then Shawn Michaels who can sell like crazy. And Vader can make anything he does look believable for the amount of selling that Sean will do. But, well, we'll see where it goes. Interesting choice. If it were me, I'd be like, no, there's no way that that's believable. Leader should just throw him across the ring. See, that's what I was talking about, the selling thing. Look at, like, those punches, complete, I completely believe that Vader can put that kind of power behind those punches. 
Oh, yeah, that's a nice clothesline, too. Yeah. Nice flexibility from Vader to get his boot up that high. Oh. So far, a very fast-paced match. Yeah. And some, like, karate kicks that you don't usually see out of Shawn Michaels there. Oh. Nope. Vader almost had him. Right now we're in the kind of feeling out process, which makes it harder for us to well wait. Oh. There's Vader nice. going over the top. Yeah, nice fake out there. Sean faked them out and send Vader over with uh, momentum. But yeah, because we're in the feeling out process, there's less 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 for us to talk about. Nice baseball slide. You know, I feel like that's the highlight of Vader's career, at least for the WWF. That move right there. We just watched Sean do a plancha over the top and land on Vader. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's literally the one, you know, clip of Vader you're going to see if you watch anything that they put together. Because they always show Sean coming over the top rope like that. The heck? Oh, okay. I was like, what the heck are they doing? Yeah, you just slide in Twinkle and Invader. I was going to say, though, like, it gets kind of lost because it is such a weird transitional period. 96 Shawn Michaels is hard to beat in the athletic department. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, that's... You just did a on Vader. And made it look easy. Although I think that also comes from Vader too. Yeah, it's it's it, it's both of them. Jeez. If you just like both of them are just that good, but Sean is Jesus, he's at this point, he's like right in the driver's seat. Like, Sean just did an electric chair, which is when the guy sits sort of like chicken style on somebody's shoulders and then me like dump Vader over the top rope. Oh, and there's a power bomb on the floor, so Vader's in control now. Oh, jeez. Good God, man. Did you see those slaps? Yeah. <laughs> Slap the taste right out of his mouth. So, yeah, we're watching the replay now of the um, electric, that's what it's called, an electric chair. Um, and then, yeah, Vader goes over the top rope and Sean skins the cap. 
I will say a nice safe powerbomb for Vader though that he went, you know, because that's how Vader did his powerbombs. It wasn't like a jackknife where he just dropped you. He made sure Michael's going to land flat on his back. Oh, this is impressive. Yeah. They just put Chuck on the shoulder and walk up the stairs. Yeah. There. All right. So, so far, now that you've watched, because you see, I'm sure you've seen this match before, but so far, if you were just watching this match for the first time, would you be thinking, oh, we might have some of those Vader guy right here, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's definitely shown, like, I think he, I think he looks great. Yeah. He's hanging with Michaels, and he's, you know, just very believably like a monster challenger. Yeah. Oh, that was a nice measured punch. I've always, I always loved Vader's punches in the corner. I would not want to take them, but like the way he would just go back and forth with his like forearms, like knocking guys' head around, always looked very impressive to me. I think it's Jerry Lawler on the commentary. He just, um, it's either Jerry Lawler or Mr. Perfect. I can't remember who did the commentary, but whoever it was just said to Michaels, nip up now. Pretty sure that was Jerry, wasn't it? I can't remember who was doing the commentary. It was. It might have been Jerry this time period, but there was also a few matches where um, 96 Mr. Perfect was on commentary. Oh. So it's most likely Jerry Lawler. Either way, it's a fun Oh, good God. And again, anybody else throws Vader over, or I'm sorry, throws Shawn Michaels into the rope like that with the Irish whip, it looks a little bit like overselling when he goes over the top rope like Michaels just did out to the floor. With Vader, nope, looks completely legit. Ooh, nice kick to the top of the head from Vader. Ooh, oh, nice. Yeah. That was a big back body drop. That was great height on that. Hey, we're right on we're right on line with the commentary. They just said great elevation on that. <laughs> That's why they're professional though. They use the word elevation, which makes it sound fancier. Back suplex. Nope. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 
God, those punches. <laughs> it was such great storytelling, too, because like Vader's going for the back suplex. Michael starts punching him in the head. So Vader just grabs Sean's hair and with one punch is like, no, you won't be doing that. <laughs> He's acting from Earl, though. He's like five feet away. He's like, no, nope, Michaels, don't punch me in the face. Oh. I, I, I would not want to take a clothesline from Vader. No. No, neither would I. You know, I feel like that's a, that's, that's a very s- smart thing not to do. Maybe he's going to go for more of a stall. Nope. Michael's up and over. Very nice landing on the feet on the suplex. I will say the one thing that, um, and this is a small critique that I'm having just because I wanted to find something to talk about. Um, I don't know if I would believe in a real fight Michael's punches having as much effect on Vader as they are having. Just because, oh. God, just because Vader's so much bigger. And if, if you're not watching along, I would love to tell you what Vader just did. He threw Michaels across the ring, but the way he did it, it's kind of hard to describe because it's not like a move. He just sort of threw him. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like he started off in kind of like a tombstone position, but then lifted him up so he was horizontal and then just threw him. I think that's the best way I can describe it right now. This is a UFC choke he's using. (laughs) Vader wearing down. Going in for the smooch. It definitely still looks painful, even though it like clearly isn't doing anything really except yeah. for giving a chance to catch his breath. But it looks painful because Vader's arms are so big. Oh, Shawn Michaels fighting back. Like a good champion would. Like a good, strong face champion would. Running knees. Little clothesline there. Not doing jack squat. <laughs> I do love the nickname Mastodon for Vader because it fits so well. I don't know who first did that because I think it does have something to do with Japan. Oh. oh, sir. That Yeah, that kind of was a little motor. That'll ruin your day. Going for the... The elbow. What the... She what? Okay, that is a very... That's a very important moment. So, Michaels was going for the elbow off the top. And... In midair, he stops and he lands on his feet and then kicks Vader in the head. And you can see him gallop Vader, 
That's because Vader was out of position. And that was the moment where Sean really started to get pissed off at Vader. And it's sort of where the whole thing starts going downhill, at least backstage-wise. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm like 90% sure that, yeah, that was like, that was a fuck up on Vader's part and Michaels was not happy. Oh. I mean, I feel like they recovered from a fine, but this is just the time period where Michaels is kind of a brat. So, yeah, it didn't really go well for Vader overall. Even with that beautiful military press into off the railing, that was nice. What is going on here? Um, okay, so what's happening? Um, sorry, I forgot. Not everybody knows how this match goes. Um, Vader actually just won by countout. Sean was caught out after the big uh, off the railing. And now Jim Cornette is on the mic saying, no, we don't want to win that way. If you have any guts, Michaels, get back in the ring and finish this match. Oh. So that's what they're doing right now. And being the good face champion that Michaels is, he's going to rise to the challenge. So, technically, Vader just had a win over Shawn Michaels right there. Yeah. Hey, Earl, like, I know you're the senior referee, but come on, why are you encouraging him to do this? It seems like a logical thing to do. Yep, but like I said, just like any good, stupid face champion, Shawn Michaels is going to get back in the ring with Vader. Yeah. This is another reason this match gets criticized for the false finish. Um, but I, I kind of like I like the story that this tells overall by the time you're done. But I understand why people kind of get annoyed by it. Oh, jeez. Vader tired of waiting. What? <laughs> yeah, he slapped that old man. Oh, okay, I see. Makes sense. I got it now. I mean, I feel like you could have more effectively. I, I don't know. Um, actually, Jose's in the wrestling. He'd probably been fine with Vader punching him out. Yeah, that just looked weird. No. Yeah. But it was uh, obviously a ploy for Mr. Cornette to use his racket on Shawn Michaels. Yep. Ooh, nice splash in the corner by Vader. Nope, belly to belly. Michaels will not be denied. Come on, ref. We want the one, two, three. Honestly. Well, I was going to say something about what happens after this match. I won't do that because I don't want to um, probably just watch the match. But. 
wonder if that was a little nod to uh, Razor Ramon right there. Maybe. Oh, Jesus. Classic nip up. There we go. Oh, is this where it ends? A little bit of chin yep. music. Oh, cornet. Oh, Here. you dirty heel. Well, you cornet can't stand anybody that doesn't move that involves slapping your thigh. Oh, and now Shawn Michaels going to town and Vader with the rocket. Ah. That's going to be a disqualification right there. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a semi-disqualification. <laughs> it's not even like subtle. He's now beating the crap out of Cornette with the racket. <laughs> oh. oh, crap. Now Vader's got a chair. Vader's got a chair. I, he has to be named after Darth Vader. Because, like, obviously, you start wrestling after Star Wars. They had to have done that on purpose, right? I don't know. There's no reason. Because, like, he originally was Big Van Vader, obviously. But they still used Vader. Yeah. And it came out with that big, like, elephant mask. If it, if it isn't, I, what I want to know is if it isn't from Star Wars, what else where did Vader come from? from? Yeah. Yeah. Now Jim Cornette's got the um, mic again calling Sean Gutless, saying that he used the racket because he couldn't beat Vader and he knew it. And we're going to start, and he's requesting to start the match again. And that's where people, I, I think that's where people get annoyed, is that it's going to be, uh, there's two false finishes yeah. to this match. I mean, that makes sense. This is getting a little ridiculous. Yeah. I think, like, I'm okay with how they sell it. I'm completely okay with, like, both the finishes being a count-out and then a disqualification and the heel manager, especially somebody like Cornette, like, you know, calling out the face champion. It all makes sense to me, but maybe you just don't need two of them to get the point across. Oh, moment up the band. There we go. Sweet chin music. One. And two, plus the second. Three. Oh. Wait, what? I did not. Exp I thought that was it. Yeah, I was. I'm shocked too. Yeah, that leaves Vader looking pretty strong right there. Yeah. This really does feel a lot more like WCW. Right? Like, it really, stuff that's happens. exactly what I was thinking. This we just got feels a, like WCW kind of endings. We just got a ref bump on top of the two false finishes. Vader doing a Walter powerbomb and pin. Yeah, this... God, this feels ridiculous. Well, especially because of where it all ends up. Because, well, at this point, I can 
we can talk about it because I've already we've already passed the point where Vader screwed up. Vader doesn't really ever get back in the title hunt that much. Like he was in that fatal four way, but like I told you guys when we watched it, um, after that match, he's just completely forgotten for WrestleMania. Yeah. He's just a, almost a non-entity in the main event because of this match. But because of the way this match was set up, because they were setting up to, for Vader's big push, he comes out looking really strong and it kind of is like for no reason at all. If you don't know the backstage stories that he, um, you know, sort of falls out of favor. That makes sense. Why? How are you going to go to the top when he's that close to the corner? That makes no sense. I have no idea, but that's what he's doing. Like, Michael was so close, he didn't even have to get out of the way. Yeah. Maybe because they wanted to make sure there was no way that, like, I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Maybe it was Vader overprotecting Michaels, giving him a better chance to get out of the way. I guess. Oh, the Cody Rhodes moonsault, two, three. That is an interesting finish. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, interesting idea to not do the sweet chin music, but again, I think it was because until Sean gets back to the back and starts bitching about Vader, Vader is supposed to be getting a big push after this. Yeah. And him losing, but actually winning twice, and then also kicking out sweet chin music is a really big start to something for him. Yeah. It never happens. Uh, Yeah. Like I said, I feel like for his career in America, this was his his peak in America, this match right here. Yeah. Yeah. Now, all right. So next, so we're doing a little break. Not that it'll matter really yep. to the audience, but then we've right. got our final match. Yep, I'm going to go walk my dogs, and yeah, we'll come back and we'll do a randomly generated match for our final match. All right, sounds good. Okay, we're back. There we are. All right, and while we were on break, the reason I wait, may have to wait a second is because I decided to do the random number generator and found the match, so I can cool. tell you where we're going. Good. Where are we going? It actually answers a question I had during one of those two matches. We're watching WrestleMania 13, uh, March 23rd, 1997. Owen Hart and the British Bulldog versus Mankind Invader. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't think he was on the thing or on the card, but yep, he was on the card apparently. So once you get to WrestleMania 13, um, I believe it should be about 58 mm-hmm. 12. Okay. Uh, well, trying to get there. Something up with there's something up with like the WWE Network on my Xbox. Like for some reason, I can't like my controller just doesn't work for the first like two minutes or something that it's on to something. Right, that's weird. It's very frustrating. That does sound frustrating. All right, what are you at? Um, 5812. Oh, whoops. Sometimes randomness helps you answer questions. That's what we just learned today. Yes. All right, Um, I'm at 5812. Okay. Oh, and while I, before we play, I want to let you know 
for the second part of our show, we have a special guest, Scruffy the Dog. Yay! So here he is. He's giving his opinion on Vader, and here we go. Scruffy is fascinating. So we're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. He's like sniffing around trying to find you. Like, yeah, where are you? I miss you, buddy. Oh, it's cool. All right, so we're watching the intro now of the tag team of Vader and Mankind, which on paper is, my God. Yeah, right? Oh, just like the amount of pain these two put each other through, and then they're going to do it to other people. <laughs> A knowing wink from Paul Bear there. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it kind of does show you how quickly he, like, like they'll put him in it every once in a while if they need somebody to fill in a spot or if he just happens to be there in the case of the Royal Rumble. But this is as mid-card as mid-card goes at this point. Like, yeah, not even kind of a main event. Even though everybody in this is really good, it's just this yeah. is the mid So. Like, I don't want anybody thinking I'm complaining about watching a match with Vader... Mankind, and then on the other side is Owen Hart and the British Bulldog. That's a recipe for awesome. So, is it just me or like did, during that entrance, Vader was like kind of being all like face and whatnot? Yeah, I mean he he does fairly shortly after this become a face. Uh. So. I don't know if this is for the tag tiles. I think it might be. Oh, God. Just classic, classic Owen with the slammies. The one and only time that a slammy was worth anything when Owen Hart had it. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, I guess these guys are the heels. Never mind. Well, this is like right before, like the next thing that happens with these two is Owen or Brett's about to turn heel on this night in that match with Austin, and then they become part of the New Heart Foundation. So it makes sense. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fair. What a good scrubby dog. I, I yeah, I just I guess I just assumed a Vader Mankind tag team with Paul Bearer as the manager was just I just assumed they were the heels. Yeah, they might be like they might be heels technically, but at this point, um, it's you know it's one of those things where the other team is hated more, I guess. So maybe they're the heel or the faces tonight by default. No, uh, maybe. I'm not actually 100% sure what they're doing because Undertaker is not a heel to that, or not a face for them right now. He's dealing with uh, Sid Vicious in the world title hunt. Hmm. So, so about the Undertaker, I don't know who's like their, who would be their face that they'd be going up against. That's her. Which is a real shame because, my God, those two could make anybody, any face look awesome. <laughs> Oh, 
Going to start out here with the obvious matchup of Owen Hart versus Vader. Because I know if I was on a tag team and I and I saw Vader getting in to start the match, I'd say, oh, and that's the guy that can match Vader. Uh-huh. Yeah, right? Oh, Jesus. I've never seen anybody do anything like anybody do hammer in the corner like Vader does as effectively and as like just impressively. Yeah, the dude can throw hands. That's for sure. I mean the answer might be that he just did give people concussions but I honestly wonder how he just didn't give everybody like the worst concussions possible each night right oh interesting fact about this Wrestlemania if you ever were going to get time travel this is actually the cheapest WrestleMania to go see. Like, the tickets were ridiculously inexpensive because WWF was in so much trouble at the time. No kidding. Oh, yeah. It's like the cheapest WrestleMania ever. Like, the front row tickets. I forget what the exact number is, but the front row tickets cost hundreds of dollars, not like thousands or anything. Hmm. And then I think about what's on this card, and I'm like, yeah, no, that's definitely the one you'd go back and see because you could do it cheaply, and you get to see Austin and Brett. Yeah, for sure. What a good dog. What do you think, Scruffy? Oh, he's he's way into it. Oh. I don't know why he's shaking. He's shaking right now sitting on my lap like I'm going to throw him or something. I won't throw you. What is... Baby boy just being a heel, yo. Yeah. It really does feel kind of weird to have Vader and Mankind out of the faces. Yeah, it really does. I really feel like this had to have been built up as a heel versus heel match. Nice dropkick from Owen. Yeah. I again, I no way believe that Owen, with his two hundred and like what twenty pound body, could knock down the three hundred and four hundred pounder with one dropkick. But I'll let it go because it was awesome. You know, I'm pretty sure nobody made tags. You might be right about that. Fairly confident. I think even the announcers just talked about, like, I guess there's no tags. Whatever. Let's keep going. God. You forget how good Davey Boy was. A vertical suplex on Mick Foley with nothing. Oh, no. Jesus. What? What the hell? Did we just see what I think we saw? Yeah. And like, not like like a snap suplex or anything like that. No, that was a straight vertical that he just let go of. 
on Vader, by the way. If you're not watching along, <laughs> he just did that to Vader. I always, um, I've always really loved this, like a little bit before this even, but I've always loved this version of Mankind. Like I liked the brown suit and the weird, you know, leather face mask and everything. Yeah. Like when he first came in, especially the vignettes with the weird uh, rat in the sewers. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, if anybody's been paying attention, you know what my tastes are. Like it, it hits me right where I live, but it's just so good. It always depressed me a little bit that he became more of a comedy character, even though he obviously is much more successful in that character. Yeah. Owen, what are you doing? You've been wrestling for like 32 years at this point. Also, I would just like to say that just with the way this match is playing out, it feels uh-huh. like even though Owen and Bulldog were were talking like heels, right? They're 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 wrestling like the faces of the of the match. Yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm pretty sure at this point they had to have marketed this as a heel heel mm-hmm. title match, basically. Yeah. It's also kind of weird to see Owen and uh, Davy Boy as a tag team without Jim Cornette. But also Vader's out there without Jim Cornette, so yeah. I'm pretty sure either I don't know if Jim is actually working directly for WBF at this point. He in the next year or so shows up with Smoky Mountain Wrestling. No, the NWA, sorry, World Champion, which is a whole different thing. <clears throat> there's a weird. Oh. I know I've told you about this before, but there's a weird storyline where the NWA invades WWF. And like it's sort of like their answer to the NWO before they actually had a good answer to the NWO. Ah, really? Yeah. Jeff Jarrett's the um, NWA or world champion, and then uh, the Rock and Roll Express is there to back him up. That sounds odd. It really was. It did not go well. All right, sorry. Back to this match. It just that popped in my head when I thought about where Jim Cornette ends up after this. <laughs> Ooh, classic mankind punches. That was more like a Cactus Jack moment. If he had gone turned around and done the bang bang, that was Cactus Jack all the way. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> well, I was about to say Mick Foley's another guy. Like, if Vader's my number one for beating a guy down the corner, Mick Foley might be number two. <laughs> yeah. I think Undertaker would be somewhere in that conversation, too. Yeah, they clearly missed out on, on the possibilities of a Paul Bearer faction led by the Undertaker yeah. with Vader, Mankind, and Kane. I, I don't know if he, well, that would have been an amazing faction, but I think even in the Ministry of Darkness, if you would, like, because I didn't have anything against Viscera, but he didn't really do anything for the Ministry. If you put Vader in there, though, yeah, that, that seems different. So, I don't know what are you going to do. Ooh. Oh, my God. 
I don't know if that was supposed to be a power slam or a suplex, <laughs> but it still looked good. I think it was supposed to be a power slam, but oh, and there's the drop kick by Owen. At least that one's off the top rope. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. <clears throat> Big guys got to start, start learning not to try and sit on little guys, and little guys have got to realize they're never going to get a sunset slip. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. God. Vader just um, stood up, and uh, Owen ran into a body avalanche, and it just looked like Vader enveloped him. Cotton candy, get your cotton candy here. Ooh, cotton candy. There's the guy, there's one of the vendors up there for a giant thing of cotton candy. Yep. Oh my god. What the hell? Oh, oh that's yeah. actually really good. Oh, that was cool. That is a great tag team move for those two. So, again, if anybody's just listening along with us because they like the sound of our voices, mm-hmm. well, hello. But um, Vader just put Owen Hart over his knee, like, on his back. And then uh, Mankind did the Cactus Jack elbow off the apron. It was a very nice tandem move. So nice you've seen it twice. Yeah, I really, like, I always did like these two as a, as a team um, with what little I remember of them doing. But I really think in a different time, they would have been just a great tag team. Oh. They don't ever they don't get their full shot because I think they're they're just two singles guys at this point put together. But if they really just made a run as a tag team, then there had been like a halfway decent tag team division at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Also, just as a warning, I have developed hiccups. Oh, okay. Look, there's Stu looking thrilled as always. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, what a loving face. He never, his expression never changes no matter what they're doing. Yeah. Oh. He's just sitting there thinking, I could do better than that. Oh, come on. Oh, Ruffy, what do you think? Do you think that uh, Stu looks like an angry gentleman? Scruffy huh? agrees. Oh. No. Nice, nice DDT. Thank you. That's what I was going for. And you still have the hiccups. Yep. Sorry, I'm trying to keep them to myself. You're a horrible person. That's what I've been told. I feel kind of bad that I didn't have this match. Oh, there. Nice hook kick. Jeez. I was going to say, I feel bad that I didn't remember this match because it's actually really good. Yeah. I think it's one of those matches that get because of what else is going to happen on the show. I think it gets overlooked because everybody just thinks Austin and Brett. That's fair. 
Like, honestly, I think that's pretty fair considering what that other match is. Yeah. I mean, it overshadows the world title match in a big way, too. So yeah. it's not just these guys. Oh, ow. Oh. Oh, Vader just teeing off with some punches, which she hope are safe. Can't be 100% sure, though. Also, it doesn't already a prop, but I think we should point out at this point, Davy Boy is also the European champion. Uh, uh. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's less than a few months old at this point, and already nobody cares. No, no, Paul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that was that was nice. That made me laugh. Good work, Paul. Oh God, these fucking hiccups. Oh, nice. So, well, <gasps> oh, Jesus, sorry. Well, Mr. Vice tries to deal with hiccups. I'll tell you what happened. Uh, mankind just good God, Stu, please. I always want to tell people what happened. <laughs> mankind just ran out of the ring, ran around the corner like full speed, really fast for a guy his size, and Owen hits him with a belly to belly. It was really well done. I feel like Stu's just watching him being like, I knew we should have stopped at Brett. <laughs> and I've gotten to this point, honestly, I think Owen was the most talented one of the Family, it's just you never got the shot. Yeah. Oh, there goes the mask. No. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I just didn't remember him losing his mask a bunch in WS. I don't know. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Nick, you can like sort of. Like, find a way to take those safer. No, no, it's fine. Oh, that was a beautiful counter. That was nice. That was just good reading psychology there. So, um, as a counter, Mankind just put the animal claw in while he was in the power slam position with the British Bulldog. Oh. Oh, no. Careful, Stu may attack somebody. Oh, we're going to have a screwy finish. Oh, man. Yeah. I feel like we're getting close to the finish. It's going to be climbing clean yeah. finish, which is sad. Yeah. 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 Uh, I feel like at WrestleMania, if, it, if if you're in a title match, you should have some sort of clean finish. You would think. Well, basically what just happened was um, Mankind had the Mandible Claw, like I said. They both got knocked out. He kept the Mandible Claw on, and they both got counted out on the outside. 
So yeah, that's the end of the match. And as I said, just a, kind of a disappointing ending to a match that I really did enjoy. Yeah, that was really a shame because it was a really, really good match and all. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> oh, the bro hug. Yep, so there we go. That was, yeah, I mean, like I said, except for the ending, the match itself was really well done. I even liked how they got to the ending. I just, with the WrestleMania title match, I want that to actually have an ending. Yeah, exactly. And not just come out. You want a clean finish or something like that. Yeah. No, there we go. We're going to go into the Hitman versus Austin match, which I think is next after that, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that really is a shame because you would really – you would really prefer to see a clean finish for something like that. Also, yeah. that car almost hit that little kid. I saw that. <laughs> I saw a bread almost murder a kid on camera. Yeah. Well, I think that brings the clo- it's going to bring close to our Vader roulette episode. Well, part one, because we are going to do one in, about wrestling in Japan. So that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, did you want to add anything else to? Uh, this episode before I do the closing stuff? Um, just that I really enjoyed these Vader matches. I think we we chose good we chose good ones and I feel like we even got lucky with the random one being what it was. Like aside from that unclean finish, which I will say happened for all three matches, I think, technically. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he didn't, like, well, because the first match had those screwy rules, so he didn't actually get pinned. He got, like, thrown over the top rope. But, yeah, it wasn't like, they didn't even throw him, actually. You're right. He was sort of, like, distracted and got punched. Yeah. He was on the breather bomb. So, yeah, you're right. Not really good finishes. Not, like, straight-out losses in any of his matches. Yeah, it was just really weird. Yeah. I know I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Japan episode because hey. – I've heard about a lot of legendary stuff that happened in Japan and how big he was. So can't wait to see some of that stuff. So, well, we'll just have to see what happens. I'm, we're going to figure out how we want to do the random part because, uh, like, we'll probably end up on YouTube for most of the Japan stuff. But we'll figure it out. Yeah, we might not be able to do the random part for Japan, but. Yeah, maybe we can just, you and I, decide on a third yeah. match. We might have to go that route. I don't know. It's something we'll, it's something we'll have to figure out. All right. Well, I'll just, um, like I said, we'll just wrap up the show. Um, let's see here. You can follow the show on Facebook at Chaos Everywhere. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at LastGilchrist1. Uh, write the show with suggestions and stuff we want to watch or just, you know, comments, whatever, to uh, chaospodshow at gmail.com. Um, other than that, I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist, and, yeah, we'll say goodnight and see you soon. All right. Good night, everybody. Keep it classy and chaotic. Please deal with those hiccups. I, God, I, I, oh, this is so frustrating. Good night, everyone. <laughs>